Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. You know... I had a little sanity check, Benny, Micah, this weekend in a lot of ways, just so many different ways. And, you know, part of that was to have this realization. And I I don't know how to put this in any other way, but I know my very special guest today is going to talk about what it means, uh, unlock your psychic and spiritual powers with Richard Lawrence, because this is somebody that doesn't just know this but shares how we can do it. You know, he is somebody that has been out in the world courageously, and I might say that courageously, because when you are, when you're someone like he is, you're out in the world, you know, sharing different forms of psychic experiences, clairvoyance, clairaudience, out in the world, smell, taste, all of it. But we're going to talk today about this idea of psychic ability. But the aha moment I had was this moment where I was reflecting upon where I am today in the world, how important it is to stay in the present moment, yet it's equally important to have a vision. And I think we get confused. I think think there has been a lot of literature and things that have come out in what is known as the new thought community, which I now call the now thought community. And the reason that I talk about it like this is because we need to clarify for people what it is that we have inside of us that we are just not using to our ability. We are not using it. And yet we are, because if you ask a mom why she decided to go left instead of right with her two-year-old infant in the car seat, and she can't explain why she made that turn, except for the fact there was something she knew, had she gone the other way, she would have smacked right into a car accident, right? But she can't, she can't explain it. She would just say something like, I knew. But today, when you take a look at what Richard has created, and he lives his life like this, I'm thinking to myself now, I I played ping pong over the weekend. I'd have rather been with him where he was, in a (laughs) sense, because this is someone that is not just somebody that has been in this world about mind, body, spirit movement in the UK for decades. But he has been and been surrounded by 
incredible people. His late mentor, which he's been on the show and talked about, oh my gosh, Dr. George King, just amazing. I mean, if you knew anything about Dr. George King, we, we've done shows on this. But when I think about Richard and what he's done and now what he's doing, he's literally breaking through now for all of us. We're looking at some of the things he's done before, but the message for our time is it is time to unlock our psychic powers. It's time to unlock our psychic abilities. Richard, it's great to have you here. Welcome to the show. Gosh, that was a fantastic few words. That, thanks so kind of you, and, very, and I much appreciate being on the show. I'm sure I could give a much longer talk about you, Dr. Pat. <laughs> but I, I want to start out with a true confession, and then I want you to jump in. Okay. When I trust what has guided me in my life for so many years, when I trust it, despite what things may look like on paper, despite the logic, despite any medical reports, despite those things that the mind gets a hold of and, yeah. and really wants us to buy into. Mm. Despite all of that, when I look back, and I, and I did this over the weekend, I had a moment to reflect, and I realized that anything that was positive, that directed me to my next step, I did fearlessly from an early age till about 2000. And then something changed for me. But that's what we want to talk about today, because we want to talk about this innate ability, and it happens to be called psychic. And here's mm -hmm. the question. Do you have to be somebody like you, or do you have to be somebody, you know, that is so out there in the world and has done this for years? Or is this an ability that we all have, Richard? Well, that's the very reason I wrote the, my first book, actually, which is still my best-selling book. I mean, that's 40 yes, it years is. ago that was published, Unlock His Psychic Powers. Um, next year, actually, will be the 40th anniversary of that. But the reason I did was because I was doing a lot of radio shows in Britain and late-night phone-ins and sometimes four-hour shows and all sorts of things, and we were getting callers in something you know very, very well. And they were not from practicing, well, we had some practicing psychics, but m many of them, most of them, I'd say, were from so-called ordinary people, people who wouldn't call themselves psychic, wouldn't call themselves clairvoyant, certainly wouldn't call themselves practitioners of any kind whatsoever. And yet, we're having the type of experience you, that was a great example you gave, um, somebody driving down the road, they took the left turn, if they turned right, they'd have possibly died. One of the calls I had was a, a paratrooper um, who was on an airplane and he was about to jump in his parachute and he did it all the time. He was very experienced and he heard a voice. It seemed to him to be a physical voice. I don't know whether it was. Sometimes you, you, you kind of, it can be mental and it's just as, as, as kind of, the sound is as strong as a physical voice, but it's not physical. But anyway, he said, do not jump. Right. And he didn't jump. And next thing was check your parachute. And this was just, this is a paratrooper. This isn't someone who's sitting down with a crystal ball every night or, you know, <laughs> right. he, he was a tough guy <laughs> out there and he heard this. So he checked his parachute and it was wrongly packed and would have almost certainly died. 
and he just phoned into this radio station. Now, I, this is just an anecdote. You know, I, I didn't check into it. I take his word for it. But his question was, what was that voice? Was that a guardian angel? Was it me? Was it my own intuition? What was it? And actually, that question I couldn't answer because it could be either. And in some ways, it doesn't matter because he didn't jump and his life continued. So one would have to sort of sit down with him and one could probably find out. But it does illustrate the two things. One, your intuition, which is perfect. This is the thing I always say to people. Your intuition is never wrong. We can get it wrong. We can think it's our intuition, but it's really our imagination. Yeah. But that happens a lot. That's even happened to some of the best known. I mean, I, I hear that um, Doreen Virtue has now come out and said she, you know, she should never have done it and all that. It doesn't actually surprise me a lot, but she's now born again, Christian or whatever. So you can get even very celebrated, well-known, and she was as big as it gets at one time in terms of publicity, people who aren't getting it right. And she, I'm only saying that because she's saying that. Um, but at the same time, you, you, if you can tap into your intuition, and you can, and that's the good news, everybody can, your intuition will never be wrong. Psychic powers are something else. Psychic powers are slightly different from intuition, the way I'm using the word. Your intuition, you might say, is your connection with your, well, the, the yogis would say your divine self, or if you like, your real self, your higher self, whatever phrase you want to use, the all-knowing part which is within us. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that just a fantastic thing that within yeah. us is all knowledge? It's just us tapping it. That's never wrong. Psychic abilities are something else. They can be used rightly. They can be used and have been used wrongly. Um, I, I've come across that, and sometimes in a tragic way. Um, one, I, I met a chap once, just to give one example of that, who was a, a hospital porter, and he was also a palmist. And he was reading, some a patient asked him to read their palm. So he looked at their palm and he said, look, you, you've tried to do something twice and you failed, but you're going to try again a third time and this time it will succeed. And the person said, okay, that was that. And he didn't know much more. And then that was a patient in this hospital and they committed suicide. It's a very sad story. Yeah, and they tried twice before and failed, and this is the third time and they succeeded. Now the question is: This is I only use this because it's a real case, and he yeah. came to me for help. He said, "Should I give up? Should I, you know, I mean?" And but what it is there is the bridge between your psychic abilities. Psychically, he was correct, but I think if he'd gone deeper and, and he'd contacted the intuition, and that's why there is this great as an interrelationship between counseling, which you know all about, and psychic ability. That you you could have, you could be accurate psychically and really not helpful. And in this is an example of it. But if he yeah. tapped into his intuition, he'd gone deeper. He would have felt a warning. He would have felt, hmm. and he'd been careful what he said as well. And so that's why the intuition is is priceless. Whereas psychic abilities. I mean, some people try to use them to gain power over others and all the rest of it can be wrongly used. They can yeah. be used, though. And you mentioned some of the abilities you can have, touch, taste, all the, all the senses actually have a psychic aspect. They can really help people, too. And that's yeah. the thing about them. 
I love that we're talking about this this way because, you know, there are a couple of things that I'm really acutely aware of. And we're going to talk about what are the different psychic abilities because they do show up differently. Yeah. Um, and you can get more than one. But I, I, I had a little moment. Can, may I reflect on something you said? Please. I had yeah. a little moment when Doreen came out with her book. Uh, I think it's called Deceive No More. Okay. And, and I started to look at it and I started to read what she was saying and I didn't understand. So help me out with my naivete. Help me out with my ignorance for a minute. Because I, I, I understood this, but I didn't understand it. Because see, I grew up in a, I grew up Catholic and I've studied many religions. I've been part of many organizations because right. I'm considered a spiritual hitchhiker. That's what they call me. I'm actually That's a street good. smart. I'm actually a street smart spiritualist because I like that to take I can it believe. That yeah. I can believe. But here's where I got confused about this because there's a part of this that doesn't really support what happens when you see how these abilities show up in people's lives. Now, here's what I want to say about it, because I think this is the confusion. I grew up in a family with an interesting background. You know, at a very young age, I had a conversation with Jesus, and he told me my mother was with him. And lo and behold, being yanked down to Mother Superior to find out my mom was with him because she was dead. Hmm. Um, at a very young age, I mean, I'm six years old. And so, that you cannot undo that, right? No, no. But the confusion that happened to me as life went on, and I had a great stepmom who believed in psychic abilities, who was also a Southern Baptist. And if you right. ever talk to today's world of people that are preaching, either being reinborn, Joe Lostein is a perfect example, because this is somebody that will come out and talk about the fact all of us have the ability to manifest. So it gets confusing to people, especially when you're looking at conversations that say, you can't be this and this. And oh, I yeah. didn't understand this about what Doreen was saying, because even in the Old Testament and the New Testament, there are psychics. Daniel was, right? So we confuse this a Very, lot. Quite a few prophets don't recognize Richard, right? So this is really why we have to talk about this because mm. if you get caught up in some of the language, you will shut your ability down. I think. What do you think? Absolutely. I mean, I, I, I only, as it were, met Doreen Virtue once, and that was on a radio show. I think she wasn't in the same room as me. I think she was in America or something. Yeah. And so I don't know her. Um, I mean, I think so. I'm, I wouldn't judge, but I would say there are two possibilities. One is, well, I suppose there are three. One is that she was deliberately deceiving people. Um, another is that she really believed it at the time. And, I met her. I met her. Okay. Well, you knew her then. Um, I met her. And for all I can tell, she seemed quite sincere about yeah. it. Doesn't mean she was right about it, of course. Yeah. Um, and it's even possible that a lot of what she got was true and that she's kind of, as it were, fallen off the path. She thinks she's fallen onto the path, but actually she's fallen off the path. So I wouldn't judge all those possibilities. What I would say, though, is that if she had really tapped her intuition, as opposed to her psychic ability or even channeling ability, mediumship, if you like, 
she would know. It, it wouldn't be, um, you know, just a feeling. Uh, it wouldn't be an impression or even just a vision. There'd be a part of her that would know, and she wouldn't really be able to go back, especially into something so limiting yeah. as what I, I don't know, but I'm led to believe yeah. she's got into now. So... Yeah, um, and, I, and I have, this is really to... why I brought it up. I didn't know we were going to talk about, you know, Doreen, but she's like so no, many. The, yeah, she's the, just an the, example. Really. She's an example of so many. However, I also understand some of these spiritual messages. And I mentioned Joel Osteen for one. Joel Osteen, Joyce Meyer, there are others. But when these people talk about God and talk about Jesus and talk about the power they also say it is in you too. And so this is the thing for me that the message I want to bring out there today with you and your book. And first of all, that your book is like a bestseller. And there's a reason it is. It's because what you're introducing people to and introducing us to is to step in a world of possibility. And the reason I say that is all you have to do is look at the table of contents of that book, right? And when you <laughs> look at the table of contents of the book, you're immediately like, wait a minute, I have to understand all these because in the world we live in, and let's talk about this, in the world we live in, we talk about the other side. We're enamored by it. We talk about the inner self and we are absolutely curious about it. We talk about intuition. Oh my God, you're so lucky at the racetrack. We're talking now about the science of the divine. We're talking about ESP, mysteries of the mind, all these things, all these chapters in your book, especially signs of destiny. We're talking about them, but you're bringing them to light to say to people, yes, we can talk about them. And by the way, uh, you can do them. <laughs> well, true. I mean, I was very lucky as, uh, you know, we've talked about this before because I was, you know, had the personal friendship as well as the guidance <laughs> of Dr. George King. Now, oh my gosh. He, he was, I mean, I did another show not very long ago from another channel, but the person is like enormous in the paranormal field. And he had to admit that Dr. King was way ahead of his time and he was far out. I mean, anyone would call it far out claiming contacts with planets in this solar system, you know, which as far as people think can't be inhabited and so on. Of course they can and they are, but people couldn't see that. So it was far out stuff. And yet and this is the this is one of the lessons to me. A he was a very humble person. B he had his feet firmly on the ground. He had a great sense of humor. He was extremely grounded, and he welcomed logical analysis. He wasn't sort of oh I've got a feeling so that's that. <laughs> you know he had a feeling, and sometimes he didn't know. And he would say I don't really know why at the moment. And sometimes he did know why, but sometimes he he kind of knew what to do. But he welcomed analysis. He wanted, and I was in many, sat in many meetings and discussions with him about various projects. And we were looking at it very rationally, not just calling on psychic abilities. So it was that combination, which was a great background to me. And I, you know, I thought then I was coming across, you know, there, there was this movement where you either had a gift or you didn't, even in the healing movement, actually. Yeah. Which he changed. He wrote a book called You Too Can Heal in yeah. Britain and, and it's worldwide but it was very very controversial in the movement at the time because healers thought that you know you've either got a gift or you haven't 
And then you had something which you've kind of touched on there, that people were having contacts with Jesus, or very often say the Virgin Mary, or perhaps another particular Count Saint Germain, or some some in particular intelligence, and they were getting messages, and they were quite personal sometimes. Their messages now. I don't personally believe that in all those cases it actually was the Master Jesus or the Virgin Mary or Count Saint Germain or whoever. And in one way, it doesn't matter because the message was right. And if they were, say, of a Catholic upbringing, they would think it was a Virgin Mary because that's what they would go to. And it might be their guide. It might be a woman from this world who's on a higher realm, and they think it's Virgin Mary. And I, I actually, strange enough, because I've had many contacts myself from this world, not from other planets, but from this world, I became very sympathetic to guides. I made some mistakes myself, actually, when I first started out down the sort of channeling line, which Dr. King helped me with. And I, I thought, my goodness, I, I, I got the identities of the guides wrong myself. So I'm familiar with this. And I said to him, well, shall I, you know, getting this wrong, maybe I shouldn't be doing it. He said, absolutely do it. He encouraged me, and I learned many things. And one of them was I, I became very sympathetic to guides, guardian angels, call them what you like, higher beings, because it's very problematic for them. Look at it from their point of view. They're trying to get, you know, not many people do. In fact, I nearly wrote a book once called A Good Guide Guide, you know, to sort of get people to look at it that way. And really, when you think about it, there they are. They, they're trying to influence their person whoever they're responsible for, or people, in a good way, and their people aren't listening to them. They're, they don't even believe in them in many cases. They're still trying to guide them, or they get through to them and the person thinks they're Virgin Mary or Jesus or, or St. Peter or uh, perhaps Sri Krishna or, or some other being, which they aren't, but they are listening to them. They just got their identity wrong. And what's it from the guide's point of view? What should they then do? Should they then carry on with that person thinking they're someone they're not, um, and, uh, but still getting the message through? Or yeah. should they think, okay, and you, this is just an example. And you can see, and, and I don't think there's a yes or no answer. I think it would all depend. When you get into the world of, of maybe Doreen Virtue, and I could name others, I won't. Um, they're still active today. They will give a very irresponsible idea, some of them, that you can virtually take a weekend or a seminar or a month course, and by the end of it, you can oh. virtually choose your, you know, I'll, I'll, I don't know, I'll have the <laughs> Archangel Michael, and tomorrow I'll have, you know, somebody else. And it's just not true. Now, yeah. it might be awakening some abilities, um, but they're, they're getting lots of things wrong as well. It's not, that, it's not even that safe. And, of course, the dangerous thing can be if you really get misguided, you'll have uncontrolled imagination that you think is guidance and it isn't, and you're following it, and you'll go up a, a, you know, the wrong path. So this is where the training of Dr. King really helped me. And when I train other people, I, I, I say, look, often you don't know. Something has come to you. You don't know where it's come from, for a start. And you don't know whether it's real or whether it isn't, sometimes. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong in that. Don't worry about that. Three words you're going to need. I don't know. Oh, my gosh, yeah. You know, and like the old Socrates thing, you know, I'm the wisest man because I know what I don't know. And yeah. then you can move on from there and gradually as you develop your intuition, 
will give you the answers. You, it yeah. takes a lot of patience. Yeah, I got to tell you, I wish this were three hours I could talk to you. We're going to take a short break. And we're going to come back um, and we're going to talk. This is the see, I think there's an end game. I'm going to get I'm going to put myself out on a limb for a minute. I really do think there's an end game. I think there is a purpose in in everything we're talking about and a lot of things we're not talking about because I am a very simplistic person at some levels and I'll tell you why. I thought Jesus talked to me and here's the reason. I turn I'm I'm in the church on the weekend because they didn't pick me up. I now know they didn't pick me up because my mom was dying, right? Oh. I, I know that today. But I'm in there with a whole bunch of nuns, like we're in the church, like right. what six-year-old wants to be in the church with a whole bunch of nuns sitting next to the meanest nun for me that I ever met, Sister Michael Anthony, right? Can you believe I can remember her name? Hello, right? <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I was enamored by the Stations of the Cross. I didn't even understand okay. them. I'm six years mm -hmm. old, but the, you know, have you ever seen the pictorial version of them in in a chapel and you go into a church a Catholic church. I, I, i've heard of them of course some but, of them uh, are very simple but this one at this boarding school top of the food chain boarding school they were carved beautiful three-dimensional and i happen to be sitting at the ninth station of the cross now here's what you, here's what i learned about myself and i'll share it when we come back i turned and there he was. He was like right there. This is the one he falls down for the third time. And okay. he's right there. And that's when that's when I, I heard the message. But here's what I want to talk about when we come back. Because I think there is an end game. I think there is a master plan. I think it's simplistic master plan. Mm -hmm. I think that for me, I am so naive that I think everything could be included in it, right? Yeah. Whether you believe in the evolution of monkeys or you believe in the Big Bang Theory, Absolutely. Here, when we come back, I want to talk with you about this. Yeah, let's do that. These abilities have a purpose, and we're going to yeah. talk about that. But before we go to break, we got to tell people about the Spiritual Freedom Show. We got to tell people about how people can follow you because they're going to get a lot more of this. And also, your book, I believe, is is for sale on Amazon. Unlock your psychic powers, yeah, among others. But yeah, it still is. Yeah, still out there after almost 40 years. And uh, it's still out there. Actually, I'll tell you one country. It's not a very popular country with some people, but it's very big in Russia for some reason. <laughs> I, and I just I hear about that. You know, I don't get much royalties, I have to say. They're not very good at paying royalties, but I don't <laughs> mind. It's big out there in one or two other places. But, yeah, you can get it from Amazon. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, I could tell you from my experience why that is. Now, this is a book that came before its time, but so did you. I don't know which <laughs> lifetime this is for you. But when we come back, we're going to talk about what if there was a master plan that yeah. included us to have these abilities? Absolutely. What about that? Yeah. And Dr. Yeah. George King, for you, somebody just texted me. So let me tell you how you can find out about Dr. George King, because this is one of these people that I thought about if there was ever somebody that I could have, should have, would have bumped into in 1996 and 1997, along with Sedona Cahill, Sedona Cahill, my mentor, it would have been this man, drgeorgeking.org. When you go there, you're going to see what Richard's talking about. It's the science. It's the mysticism. It's yoga. It's spirituality. But you're watching a man in, in some of these images conducting science. When we come back, 
we're going to talk about what if this was the end game, this thing we're going to talk about. However, you all out there want to talk with Richard? Come on, 1-800-930-2819. I bet you have got way better questions for him than I do. His show is off the charts. I'm so thrilled that he does that on our network. And by the way, look at the table of contents of this book. Go to Amazon. Look at the table of contents. Un unlock your psychabilities, right? Go ahead and look powers. at those, right? Let's take a short break. Benny, Micah, we'll be right back with the most incredible Richard Lawrence. Do you get stuck in that someday attitude, living the same day over and over again with no action? The Becoming You Show, big ideas that inspire, impact, and influence your life with Leah Rowling is for you. Tune in every Friday at 11 a.m. Central on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This show will have you feeling inspired to take action with purpose and intention. For more information and to get in touch with me, visit www.LeahRowling.com. Have you been on life's roller coaster trying to figure out what to do next? Then join Greta, Lee, Yvonne in the Realm of Beings each Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Shake the dust off your wings and fly to the highest heights in your thoughts and actions. Express your greatness. Be a champion for yourself. And we'll see you there on Shifting Impressions Conversations with the Realm of Beings. Tune in to Spacious Unknowing Network, communing with your soul, with Julio Rose and Jojo Rose, every Monday at 7 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Let your heart beat in the rhythm of your soul and guide you to new horizons and unlimited, infinite love. There is divinity within you. Join Lisa Belts on her show, The Unshakable Living Show, supernaturally and divinely unshakable, twice a month and find that divinity that you deserve. Lisa will help you feel encouraged, empowered, and realize that you're not alone on your journey. With Lisa, address the foundation, the frame, and the finish of your dreams and become truly unshakable. Boy, does this feel like good times today. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. I love it. This is a show that's going to invite all of you to open up your heart because it's about dreams coming true. There's a road we get to take as we craft out and we lay a course that's in service of so many others. Sometimes the universe, God, whatever you believe in, have you ever wondered why, but better than why, or how the universe knows how to line things up in a way that gets you ready for the most expansive part of who you're going to become. This is the time to change and gratitude. Meeting with love opens up more expansive possibilities than you can imagine. Crust busting your way to an awesome life. I want to thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Wow. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. For those of you that are watching the KKNW stream, you're probably thinking, oh, my gosh, Benny, you should have let, let Richard finish. Well, we're going to pick it up. Um, I want you to know this, though. 
if you want to find out about Richard Lawrence, please, please connect with Richard. And we have a caller. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, uh, I, I don't know if we're doing readings on this. Are we doing any readings on the show of people? Call I don't in? normally, but let's see if I can help at all. I don't normally do let's readings see if we on can the radio. Help. Yes. But yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. For those who are out there, please go to richardlawrence.co.uk. The other thing is you can Google him and you will get him. You could also, by the way, amazing show you have to go back and listen to some of these show, th these episodes i have to listen to some of these episodes that richard says like a couple times i have to go back and it's the spiritual freedom show the psychic and intuitive aspects of enlightenment okay that was number 18 but it doesn't matter just just go find him he's on the transformation network transformation talk radio please check him out and the book i got a text message let me just be clear about what the book is. Yes, if you go to Amazon, there's a book. And yes, it is from, I think, 2008. It doesn't matter. That's Unlock, the latest. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Unlock your psychic powers, how to master, master your latent ESP. That's the book I was reading, the table of contents. So I want everybody to know that. That's where I was getting this from. Okay, so much in here. Okay, Richard, I want to get into this, and then we're going to go to the phones. Okay. The thing that never left me, and by the way, I was thrown out of Catholic boarding school. They brought in my soon-to-be stepmother with my dad, and this was a woman, very young woman. He married like Rob the Cradle, totally. First child, 12. She had a second child, 13. Beautiful woman. Never experienced Catholicism before. See, because where she grew up, everybody got to talk to Jesus, right? right. Yeah. They wanted me to recant. Is that the right word? Yeah, probably. That's what they Galileo wanted me to had take to back. Recant. Yeah. They wanted me to acknowledge that that didn't happen. Oh, right. Okay. That didn't yeah. happen. They wanted me to acknowledge that. So here is the end game for me. I didn't do it because I didn't understand. I didn't know how to lie about what happened. You know, I didn't. I'm six mm -hmm. years old. My yeah. stepmom. She jumped in like a hot knife on butter. And she said, and she's from the South. She said, I don't know where you all, I don't understand where you all practice here. That there's only the, the bishop that can talk to Jesus. She said, I grew up in a church where everybody talks to Jesus. We sing to Jesus. And she went on. And they threatened her. And I learned about my stepmom. You don't threaten my stepmom. And so at six years old, on my resume, it says, got thrown out of Catholic boarding school. Now, here's the end game, and we're going to go to the phones. See, I think it's like you. I think we're having this conversation because we have been called to help other people. Why else would anybody be given any of this, Richard? Why? Yeah, exactly. And, I, and, I, and I'd go further than that. Actually, Please. You know, the, the more advanced uh, experiences. Now, the Spiritual Freedom Show, which we put out, as you say, on, on, on we're delighted to be on Transformation Talk Radio, by the way. And it goes out at 12 noon, uh, first and third Saturdays of the month. And you can get the old issues, as you say. Now, some of that, I have to say, is fairly advanced knowledge and information. We try to make it as accessible as we can. There are no limits and this is something I've got to get into my thick head as well, to how far we can all go, all the way through to ascension. That is what we're told. There are, you know, and, and the ascended masters, which aren't all men, by the way, 
male and female, ascended masters from all races. They're often called the Great White Brotherhood, but most of them aren't. Some are, like Count St. Germain, who I mentioned, but they're not all white-skinned by any means. In fact, the minority are. But that, that organization, the Ascended Masters of Earth, if you can call it that, brotherhood, sisterhood, whatever you want to call it, that body of people we can all attain to one day. This is the yeah. great thing. There are no limits upon us whatsoever. The great states like cosmic consciousness, samadhi. And this is one thing Dr. King really laid down. This is something we can all do if we set our minds to it. The higher states aren't going to just sort of happen uh, just haphazardly, the highest state, some things will happen like that. Uh, there's something we're going to have to set our minds to and, and aim for. But if we do, we can attain them. So there, there really are no limits. And you don't have to be um, a bishop. You don't have to be of any particular no. standing um, from a spiritual or any other point of view to have real spiritual experiences. And I, I don't know whether the poet William Blake, an artist, is, is that well known in America? I'm not, I'm not sure, but he's massive over here. Um, yeah, I, I know him. That doesn't okay. mean anything, though. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, you know, he said quite openly and very clearly in the 18th century that he practiced channeling. He didn't use that phrase, of course, but he actually said that some of his work came from people on other realms, on heavenly realms, I think he would have called them. And he actually said he's got more books published in the higher spheres than he's got published here on, on Earth. Wow. And, and yet, you know, even to this very day, scholars reject that completely. I mean, they even some of them will call it um, schizophrenic or, yeah. you know, psychotic. Right. Or, and yet That's the very right. same people who will do that will celebrate him yeah. as one of the greatest poem, poets who's ever lived as well. So it, it, it is ridiculous. I mean, that there are obviously mental health hazards you're an expert in that i know one has to be careful one has to be balanced oh yes but there is no limit limit no. to what any one of us can attain particularly in the psychic field doesn't mean we all have to be mediums or we all have to do anything i would recommend everyone to become a healer of one kind or another because that's, that's something it. we can all do that's the best that's thing I think. that is it and we're going to go right to the phones because what you okay. just said it is time for us to redefine the word healer to to really mesh with the contemporary world we live in healer yeah. helper a sister reliever of you whatever it wants to be yeah. Benny, let's go right to the phones here let's see let's see if we can do some helping <laughs> miranda okay. from new miranda from new york welcome to the show hi miranda how can we help you today hi dr pat thank you so much and uh, oh, i'm really you. enjoying the show Yes, it's it's wonderful and uh, hello, guest. Yeah. yeah. So, hello, Miranda. Amazing. Oh, hello. Hi. <laughs> yeah, he is amazing. Yes, I think you'd, uh, give me some your intuitive insight onto a uh, career. What's in store for me? I've been trying to establish myself and move forward, but um, you know, not much is happening and. I love this. Good. Richard's going to go, then I'm okay. going to go because right. we got some stuff for you. Okay. I uh, didn't, you know, I, I don't normally do this kind of reading now for the radio, but what I will say is this, Miranda, I do think that sometimes when there's a blockage and it can be a blockage in relationships, it can be a blockage in career, 
can be a blockage in sort in, in in a field of uh, hobby or something. It's for a reason. And in fact, I'd go further, and this doesn't apply to you, I'm sure, Miranda, but to some people, it could even be some kind of uh, emotional or mental health issue, uh, which is blocking them. And sometimes that can be for a very good reason. And the reason can be that there's something else that you need to look at in your life before this issue will fall into place. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a silly example, but um, I think the person, I think it was the Poseidon Adventure. Anyway, a film author who wrote one of the great sort of classic thrillers could not write at all and had a blockage. And they, what they wanted to write was a comedy and they weren't being asked to write a comedy. Anyway, just cutting a lot. And this is only to illustrate the point, Miranda. They wrote a comedy. Nobody really wanted it. It wasn't, didn't go anywhere, but it's what they really wanted to do. Once they'd done that, then they wrote whatever it was, the Poseidon Adventure, whatever the film was, and went on to massive success in what the original thing. But there was this one thing they had to get out of their system. So with you, it may not be uh, a career thing that's really holding you up. It could be a spiritual thing, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be something close to home that you need to look at and deal with, face up to, uh, remove whatever it is that's sort of standing between you and a free flow uh, to bring about your career. Do you think there is anything maybe like that? You don't have to say over the air what it is. Yeah. That is kind of unresolved, Miranda. Yeah. Miranda, no, I'm on the no, same page. No. Well, actually, I've been told by so many uh, psychics in the past, I, you know, I uh, haven't gone to one in quite some but whenever I did get a reading, everyone would, oh, you're here to do something very, very meaningful, you're a healer, and um, I mean, I'm doing that and on a very small scale, but you know, I'm just trying to uh, branch out a bit, and it's just not happening, and I, I feel mm. like, okay, this is sort of like mixed messages here on the one yes, hand, I've told, and I've had very profound spiritual experiences where I was actually, you know, it was spelled out for me what I was supposed to do, but I, I keep asking myself, well, when is it supposed to happen? All <laughs> you know? right, I'm going to help you right now. Okay, here's the deal, Miranda. You ready? The answer is inside of you. It is not with those other people. And here's what I want to say about it, because Richard's right. When I graduated from my doctorate, everybody on the planet told me what a great high-powered, high-paying, organizational consultant I was going to be. I wanted to throw up. That's what they told me. They they told me Mm -hmm. that. They said, based on the power of your research, nobody considered the fact that my research had to do with understanding the pain that people were feeling from loss, broken promises. It was never Mm -hmm. intended. But here's the way the universe works. In my case, I would have stayed on track and have gone to one of the top one or two consulting firms. I'd probably be dead now, but Mm -hmm. I didn't because I met a mentor along the way in the middle of my program. She introduced me Mm -hmm. to a spiritual way of being I didn't understand. So here's my question. I really want you to contemplate this. What is in Mm -hmm. Miranda's heart? Not what anybody has told you. You know, and I work with, I coach people all over the world and we start at what is in your heart, not what's in your mind, but when you think about the perfect career path for you, does it feel light? 
if it doesn't feel light, it's not right. It actually does feel light. I, it actually is in, is in alignment with what the others Perfect. are saying. So, Good. So that's then why the other part little... of the answer is what yeah. Richard said. Yeah. When we have something mm -hmm. that feels light, and I, I went through this mm -hmm. as well, and it doesn't mm -hmm. show up, I got depressed. The only reason I'm talking to you right now and Richard is because in the middle of my lowest point in time in my life, and when on paper, no way was I supposed to be depressed. I just graduated with all sorts of awards and all this stuff. I was depressed beyond, I couldn't get off the couch. That's why I created crust busting. But here's what happened to me. I've dialed a wrong phone number and I mm -hmm. didn't hear a voice say, don't hang up. I knew mm -hmm. not to hang up. And within 10 mm -hmm. minutes, I pulled out a credit card and bought my first hour of airtime in 2003 on the internet. And I could feel the joy. So what I wanna say to you, I don't know exactly what it is. And if we had more time or you wanted to call mm -hmm. Richard and spend more time with him, here's what I wanna say. Usually when it feels light, there's something else blocking it. Either a fear, I don't trust it, something. There's something in there. That's what you've got to wrap yourself around and find out what that is. Okay, we'll do. But but can I give you some advice on how to do it? Sure. You're not going to be able to think your way out of it. What has to happen right now, and this is one of the hardest things I've ever had to do, you have to have a really, really cool conversation with yourself and the spiritual energy around you because the answers are right there in front of you. They may not always be what we want. Clearly, buying hundreds of thousands of dollars of airtime ended a 14-year relationship, made my friends think I was losing my mind, but it was so right for me. So if you can experiment with that, I'd love to know what you find. Okay, Miranda? Okay. It's right there in okay, front of you. I know you. it is. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Okay, I'll look. Thank you. Yeah, no, don't look. Good luck, Miranda. I don't want you to Good look. Luck. Don't look. Don't don't be looking. I want you to be like, and it'll show up within three seconds. Richard, right? Yeah, and and uh, you know one thing I think often too with uh, people in general, not just Miranda, they're searching for things outwardly that they should be doing or they need to do or where to go, and not searching inwardly. That's it. And often, if you go within, and you need to find your path. And we all have to do that. Um, and, you know, I, I recommend the path laid out in Realize Your Inner Potential. We've talked about that before. That's Dr. King's book yep. that I co-authored with him. Yep. And that really helps you to contact that inner part of your being. And then you, yep. then the, the outer world can flow from yep. it. Getting yep. those two in balance is very difficult. Most people in the world have an imbalance. Most people don't focus on their inner development much at all. You have to. And you then, have I, to do it. You Even have to in this that. movement, I mean, I, I remember talking to um, a, a, a workshop leader, a spiritual teacher, I think she described herself as, very sincere person, trying to help people, and she told me she feels unfulfilled, she feels a bit depressed, she's telling people what to, how they can help their lives, but she herself isn't satisfied. And I said, well, these exercises you're teaching people, how often are you doing them yourself? 
Yeah. And she said, well, I haven't got time to do them. Oh, anymore. right. You know, and that was it. And, you know, that just, okay, that's it. You've got, you, you can't oh my gosh. That and not, not reflecting it in your own development. I'll tell you, that was my aha moment for the weekend. And, you know, there's not enough time to talk about it because I absolutely want to go to Pat. Benny, can we bring on, is Pat still there from Connecticut? Pat, welcome to the show. Hey, Pat, how can we help you? We have a few minutes. We're going to try to get right at it for you. Thank you. Okay, Okay. quick summary. Um, My whole life has been extremely difficult. I've been told by many that, you know, when I was up there choosing, I choose way too much, or this was my last life, I'm getting everything done. I dealt with all that, but the past two years have been one unbelievable crisis after another, which has put me into financial devastation and and worry. Um, I dealt with each one it, uh, unbelievably for two years, one thing after another. Yeah. Um, and now I'm so exhausted. Um, it started actually with a very mild stroke. Um, and I'm depressed because I don't have energy and I'm weak and, um, I, and I'm struggling with anxiety from yep. all the stress. Uh, I just want to change the corner a bit so I can grab a hold, you know, and start doing my art and start living and start being, you know, mm-hmm feeling the joy and the peace inside of me. Um, I'm real, real tired from anxiety every single day in my body. I'm at the point where I'm concerned about my health. I feel like my life's going out. That's it. It's a lot. Okay. You call, come to the right place. Let me go first because I need to give you something practical. Um, I don't know if you heard the show I did yesterday with Faust, F-A-U-S-T. He's out of Pennsylvania and he were he has a phenomenal way to help people in anxiety right so you need to go just from a practical perspective the bottom line is this is time for you to take care of you that's my overall message real quick but it's so funny that i interviewed this guy yesterday richard i mean i don't even know how that even happened it wasn't supposed to be but Mm -hmm. he's very close to where you are so one of the things you may want to reach out and get that kind of help from him. He is incredible. Um, and he has a, just go do it. His name is Faust, F-A-U-S-T. And it's Faust uh, Ruggiero. And I'm just going to spell it. it. You got, you know it. who I'm it is? He's young. I see him on my computer. Thank you for that. Okay. All right. So this book, this Fix Your Anxiety Handbook, it's not out yet, but he works with people all over the world, okay? Okay, okay. That's what I want to say to you because, look, Thank you. I know what it's like to have a rough childhood. You ever hear my seven-second story about my childhood? Okay, I'll look for it. No, I don't, talk, I don't write about it. It's really quick. It's at age six, I was abused in Catholic boarding school, beat every night, expelled from Catholic boarding school. My mother committed suicide when I was in Catholic boarding school. I was homeless at age 17. And by the time I was 19, I was arrested and spent some time in Plainfield, New Jersey's jail for something I didn't do. That's now age 19. But that does not define my life. So we have to start with you. Richard, jump in here. We got a couple of minutes. I just want to say this, uh, just to throw in, and I agree with what you've already been told there by Pat, but um, I feel that you've had some bad guidance somewhere down the line, Pat. Yeah. 
uh, that you've been given some wrong information and that you've had some things laid on you. Yeah. Uh, that some people have been telling you you should be doing this and you should be doing that. And you've kind of got a sort of uh, something you feel you've needed to live up to and maybe you feel you haven't lived up to. Is, is that making any sense to you at all, Pat? Yeah, but I'm pretty much beyond that. I'm just so, okay. you know, at this point, desperate to get to myself and my Good, art. Okay. And, you know, I'm so desperate to have the fear out of my body and yeah. um, tranquility in you know okay well you've got beyond it which is great and sometimes it leaves it like it's ripples you know it's, it's not a residual effect yeah you've got through to the root of it as long as you you know you you've understood and you've had to face okay that these people whoever they are or this person was telling me something that was wrong that i didn't need to do and you realize that now you've just got to let it all settle and it will settle. I'm just going to throw one thing into the mix, which is might sound really simple and it is really simple, but it can really help. And that's deep breathing. Oh my gosh. And uh, just doing that for a few minutes, if you like, uh, with the mouth closed, preferably um, and just breathing evenly. So you do a count mentally and the count that you breathe in uh, you have the same count out. And this way you bring balance into your life. You also bring energy into your life. There are, yeah. there are things you can obviously add to that. I mean, I do quite extensive breathing exercises every day. And we it can to. lead to psychic powers and all sorts of things. But at this point, you need some calming, still, keep your body as still as you can. You can just be seated on an ordinary chair. You don't need to adopt a yoga posture or a sauna. Have, to have the spine straight, close the eyes. A green light bulb, if you have one, is very good. There's a very balancing color. And just breathe deeply and evenly. The only other thing I would say is that in the Ethereum Society, which I'm secretary of, we give healing, we give absent healing. We don't charge for it. You can receive that. I mean, some donate, but you don't have to. And Perfect. Through our website, ethereus.org, you'll find contacts. We have a headquarters in LA and also up in Michigan oh, yeah, that's a great branch idea. and elsewhere and our healers will certainly help as yeah. well as a couple of oh things I throw your way yeah Pat that is exactly where I'd start go to the organization that Richard go go to Ethereus uh spell that for Pat would you but that's a-e-t-h-e-r-i-u-s dot org and among the many things we do we do a lot of healing and we have yeah. Uh, wonderful healers. Oh, perfect. Who will, 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 it can only, can't harm you and it yeah. might make a big difference. We don't promise anything. It's not faith healing, but it is just a natural flow yeah. of energy. It can only help. So, Pat, here's my last question. Then we got to go. Are you willing to take action on your own behalf today? Absolutely. That's it. You're an official well trust buster. <laughs> <laughs> 